Shut up. When there's no more room in hell, the dead walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving Zombieland, cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash them in the head, that seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from snowy, terrible weather in New Hampshire. And I, I just got my power back after have not having it, and now it's snowing again. So I'm worried I'm going to disappear in this show. But before I do, I'd like to introduce everyone. We have another awesome show. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. I'll go over the regulars first. He is the busy zombie lord himself. His name is Lou Page. How are you? I am good. I lost my power on Thanksgiving Day as well. That yeah, was fun. Yeah, sucked. For about an hour, we were freaking out and worried that we weren't going to be able to make dinner. <laughs> yeah, it, we didn't. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then right about the time we were getting ready to give up, the power came back on. Isn't that how it always works? Usually, no. yeah. I mean, <laughs> speaking speaking of turkeys, though, uh, keeping the border safe north, over the wall, it's Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Mm. We don't have turkeys up here, actually. At all. You don't have one single turkey in Canada. No. Um, well, I don't know if you guys got the choice, but we were given the choice between chickens and turkeys. We chose chickens because chickens are superior to turkeys. Damn well, straight. speaking of superiors, <laughs> there she is. Fighting words. <laughs> she, is, uh, she is the better half of the Gamers In podcast and the fan favorite um, Angry Chicken I almost called it Hearthstone Podcast. It's <laughs> really what it should well, be called. Well, technically, it is called the Angry Chicken Hearthstone Podcast. So I just would have been right either way. <laughs> I think you should have called it the Hearthstone Podcast and Angry Chicken. <laughs> that to me makes sense. Jocelyn, how are you? You're on the show. It's great. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me back. No problem. We Anytime. talked to you once before about zombies. That was fun. Yeah, it was, I want to say, like two years ago now, because it definitely was not the last mid-season finale. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, phew, mid-season finales, I mean, we'll we'll get into that later. But uh, I feel like Jocelyn needs to have a book come out <laughs> right now, because for the last couple of shows, we've been interviewing nothing but authors. And <laughs> oh, right. I was like, where's he going oh, like, with this? Whoa, why? <laughs> Did I, I miss, like, the memo? <laughs> Did you write a book by any chance? No, not that okay. anyone knows about. <laughs> well, then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna play some music to get into the zombie news. Then the virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. Jill. No, leave me hanging. Jill. <laughs> Barry, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, so Resident Evil Revelations 2 trailer has hit the airwaves. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a fan favorite character returning. Can you guess who it is now? The Master of Unlocking? Jill. <laughs> I can't do his voice at all. No, you can't. You're terrible. Okay, Lou, now you try. Jill. <laughs> all right, no. Jocelyn, your try. I, I really don't think I'm going to be able to pull that off. Oh. 
Well, we tried, everybody. You say, you say uh, Barry. So Barry. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. There we right, go. We it's app. like I'm playing on my old uh, PlayStation. What did that game? That was the PlayStation game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You play on PlayStation. I played hey, it on so the GameCube because I'm awesome. Yeah. Um, but seriously, Resident Evil Revelations <laughs> 2, it's coming out in February in 2015. That's not too far away. Um, and it stars one and only Barry Burton. And it uh, looks like the story right now is he's looking for his uh, daughter, whose name is, um, was it Moira? Moira? Yes. Moira? Moira? Is that a weird name for you, Bob? <laughs> it's a kind of a weird name for me. Weird. So even weirder than that, it's an episodic sequel to the original. So there's going to be, what do we say, Lou, five episodes of this five so far episodes. we're looking at? Crazy. Five, and they're going to be five ninety nine a piece, or you can get them all for 25 bucks. Yeah, so now it looks the, like Capcom's kind of jumping on there with the whole episode thing. Like maybe this is the way to go. But but see, that's the, there's a big difference here. Well, actually, t- funny enough, like Revelations when it came out was split into episodes because when it was right. released on the 3DS, oh yeah, that's right. They tried to like parse it out so you could pick it up, play for 20 minutes, put it down. Um, now the cool thing about this is that they're releasing new episodes each week, I believe, as opposed to what Walking Dead is doing with the. Uh, Currently, every other month, but back in the day, like every three or four months, which was terrible <laughs> waiting. Yeah. But uh, I, I believe they are doing weekly with these ones. That'd be I, nice. I, I, I will hope. But I'm definitely going to pay for all of it up front rather than pay six bucks an episode. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to play all the way bucks. through. Yeah. Well, that other $5 can go towards another episodic game because there's just <laughs> so many of them right now. Well, that's a, that's crazy. Like they're, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I see why they do it, and you know, it keeps people hooked. But I'm more excited about playing as Barry, being like a longtime Resident Evil fan. Uh, I know he kind of made some appearances in some sequel games, but um, man, you playing as Barry. Play as him. There was that one offshoot game, I think, for that the was only Game on Boy Color. Yeah, Game Boy Color. Mm. But that doesn't count. That doesn't what count. was that? Like? No, it does not. They were on a boat. It was like Resident Evil Gaiden. No. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thought I was thinking of a different like Ninja no, Gaiden you were game. Not. No. Okay. Cool. Well, let me ask you guys this: Does anyone here play Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Resounding <laughs> okay. positive answer. So, uh, do you enjoy the game? Love it. We haven't really talked it? about it on Gamers In, so I don't know how much I should say because spoilers of our next episode. But oh. man, yes, good. Yeah, so, no. It's, so they're uh, coming out with it. they're doing the zombie thing again, huh? But this time they can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that's very like George Romero of them. You know how I, I don't know if you're familiar, Jocelyn, and, I, and I'm still learning too. Like I'm I'm piecing together over the last three years, I've been able to learn all there is to know about zombies. And one of those is that zombies actually know how to use shit. Uh, George A. Romero is a big fan of, of getting their zombies to use tools that they used in everyday life. So I think George Romero would be a big fan of this uh, this DLC here, you know? Pe- I, I disagree with you, sir. I disagree with you. Completely. Really? <laughs> because these zombies are using exosuits pretty uh, pretty elaborately here. 
I don't know if you watch that trailer really closely because when you actually play the game, it's literally a button. So they're just kind of bumping into each other and then all of a sudden flying over the wall. So I feel like maybe they just died in their exosuits and it's completely accidental when they fly up in the air. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. They were up in a helicopter and that zombie grabbed them. Like they were in the air. Oh, oh no, I know. They can go high. The, oh. the exosuit thing that you wear in Advanced Warfare lets you, you know, kind of jump from anywhere and jump up. Well, double jump, but it's still like two or three stories. But you, you think you think it's it's purely accidental? Like they're using these buttons and slamming their heads. Okay, if uh, I... and then they're like they're up in the air and they're like, whoa, need <laughs> a helicopter <laughs> delivery. Thank you. So if exactly. that if that is the case, I will come to your <laughs> side of of the agreement only if we get some sort of scene in the DLC of a zombie exo using the suit and slamming into the wall and just 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 it's just a mess. If we get that, I'm I'm excited. But, I'm, I'm sure that'll happen. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm game then. I'm not game for paying $50 for Advanced Warfare and then $50 for the season pass. Yeah, uh, that's bullshit. That is... Sorry. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, oh yeah. you can swear. Don't worry. <laughs> like, this is the zombie apocalypse. You're going to be swearing. I mean, <laughs> okay. let's be honest here. Um, now, there's no word on whether it'll be sold separately, although in the past that has been the case, but... Uh, yeah, it's crazy not to get all gamers in up in this bitch, but uh, DLC and season passes like they're almost as expensive as the base game. It's 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 not cool. Well, this it's is the most the re- expensive I've seen. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of the reason why I kind of stopped playing Call of Duty was getting too expensive for content I wasn't gonna play. Well, if the content's good enough, the price shouldn't really be that much of a factor. I mean, it is kind of a factor, but, I mean, if the content's out there and this is really, really good content, would, do you think it's worth the forty nine ninety nine or whatever the season pass is? If it's really good content, but I feel like, especially in the Call of Duty space, mostly what they end up giving you DLC, it's never story. It's always multiplayer maps. So unless you're hardcore into the competitive multiplayer of Call of Duty, you don't really need it, like... I will buy the zombie DLC probably, but I don't think I'll buy anything else. Yeah, it's like a co-op. What mode. if you're a hard? What if you're a hardcore EXO zombie fan? <laughs> well, then you buy that separately for whatever it's going to be, ten bucks or whatever, instead of fifty for yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> I can see it being sub ten bucks, like not a problem. And it sucks we don't see it until February, but it seems to be the zombie month these days. What with Walking Dead returning as well. Yay. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny, speaking of that, is uh, we got a couple new cast members for the uh, the little spinoff show they've been talking about doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not going to call it Walking Dead Miami like I thought they were. <laughs> it's uh, The Walking Dead. The code name right now is Cobalt. Right. Cobalt. Which is a programming language. Ooh. That's true. It is. Or, or a color, I guess. <laughs> or a color. <laughs> yeah. Is it or, in, uh, in, or a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Maybe that's what they escaped it's in. also... It's also uh, some of that mining stuff you can get in WoW back in the day, too. That was True. cobalt. Yeah. Mineral, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was every- it's everything, man. Cobalt is everything. We are, well, there, maybe that's it. That's the code. You just cracked it. The Walking Dead so spinoff we also- is everything. <laughs> it's everything. So uh, Frank Delane from uh, Harry Potter fame. That's right. Harry Potter fame. Now, wait. And, uh, what was he in Harry what? Potter? I don't know. It just shows Harry Potter here. So. Oh, uh, he was—he was like the younger, the younger Voldemort in like uh, Chamber of Secrets. I guess would have been the second movie. Yeah. Oh, don't in act Flash like you don't know. 
Don't act, don't act. Oh, I know, I know who. The, well, I know of that scene, but I don't know the name Frank Delane. It's I googled him and it didn't look like that guy, but. Well, yeah, but Chamber of Secrets is also like twelve years ago now, or something that's like that. True, that was a that's old. Oh wait, was he super young, Tom Riddle? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. okay. Well, then that's I'm like looking at him. It's like what he's 23 now. How could he play like adolescent? That's weird. No, he's okay. Like the kid. So these are going to be like the, these two actors are probably going to be the 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 two kids in the group, right? Like the the young adults, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. So, uh, they're also talking about how the the show could be something a little bit closer to the beginning of the apocalypse. Because if you remember, if we go back to The Walking Dead, the original, um, Rick's been out for you know God knows how long, and uh, this would be kind of an interesting take. I'd love to be able to see the Walking Dead universe, Deadiverse, I guess you'd call it, and like kind of like right from the very beginning. Wouldn't you like to see that? Like when it first started happening, even if it is with a different group of people. I, I want to see a different locale. I don't want to necessarily see like the the time gap that we're missing out on mm-hmm. where, when Rick was out because that's boring. Well, and there's flashbacks too. Like they flash back to Shane and Lori a couple of times in the first season when they're like stuck on the interstate. I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what else. But I mean, like we've seen bits and pieces of of that beginning time frame already. Um, but somewhere else would be cool. I'd like to see somewhere. Um, Maybe with like a higher population, like China or India, or maybe something cold would be really cool. That's We're speaking saying. about Hollywood. They can't think beyond the United States borders. <laughs> yeah, you went way too far. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, so really, what we I, should be looking at is like California or like yeah. Texas. No, no, no. You yeah, gotta I think. Got I, I have a funny Better feeling idea. it's gonna be California, just because it's easier for them to make locations look like it's California. <laughs> or. We could do it in Atlanta, right? Oh, they, they seem to be no. never. <laughs> they seem to be big fans of the of, of Atlanta or, or Georgia. For that. They're never leaving Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, I would like to see someplace with a little more uh, temperature difference. You know, like uh, like some seasonal changes. That'd be fun. What don't you That's think? Like getting insane. to see an actual winter. Yeah, if you have to keep it in the states. You know, I'm fine with you, like, doing it in Alaska. You can make jokes about seeing oh. Russia from your porch. That's fine. But I think that if you have to keep it in the States, pick Alaska. That's You get all four seasons. Um, I still think, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, the, the game The Long Dark or The Lone Dark or something. But, like, yes. a northern Canadian apocalypse. Pick Obviously, you don't want to pick, like... Uh, Nunavut, where there's like a hundred people, but you want to pick like a like a city that's going to get all four seasons, has a good population. You know, there's a lot of those areas up here that would uh, be very similar to Atlanta and Georgia, where there's a big city and then there's a lot of little you know towns around it. And you know, I think that'd be really neat. I I don't think it'll happen, but never. I'd I'd like to see right. maybe they shop it out, like AMC shop it out to like the BBC and, and get like a British version or something like in set in the same universe, but it's just, you know, it's not like British Rick. It's just a British group, right? It's so funny because Rick is actually British. Rick is British. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the, yeah, <laughs> I know that. I, far more creative than Hollywood. It could be, it could be the actual actor Rick just using his normal accent. Yeah. I have, I've just Googled a couple things. Good. And, um, I've got it narrowed down to two places, guys. All right. There is a Cobalt, Ontario. 
Perfect. Yes. Nailed it. Where is it yeah. in Ontario? That's pretty that's pretty vast. I just told you it's in Cobalt. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google it now. I'm it's, pretty uh, sure it's in the close district to you. Of, it sounds familiar. It's in the district of Timis Caming Timis Caming Tim it's in Ontario. Timiskaming. 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 That's what I said. Um, <clears throat> the other option is there's a Cobalt, Missouri as well. Oh, that's totally what it's going to be. Missouri. It's going to be. I just figured it out, guys. Just Google alone. Google alone. Google so alone. So that'll be cool, though. I mean, we, is there any announcement? I, I don't remember. Has there been an announcement on when this thing's you know getting going? Or? Uh, they're uh, shooting soon. Filming, be- filming begins this month. Oh guys, this is a this is north of a, uh, Algonquin. That would uh, that would work. Yeah, you're no, still talking about that. Good. Sorry, I mean th- you just mentioned a Canadian city, and I, I had to look into it. I mean, you can't leave that hanging. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I uh, we won't see much of this until until the new year. I think they're filming in in January, but I uh, would be. Su- you were gonna say they started this month. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, they picked. Hey, they picked a great month to start shooting a, a winter-themed Walking Dead spinoff. Just saying. North of <laughs> what? We don't even know if that's what it is. Guys. No, we don't. But I'm just. I'm. I'm really hopeful now. You got me excited, and I bet you any money we see a teaser, uh, 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 the season finale of The Walking Dead. Ooh, really? That's so. interesting. Now, why not? Like, that's a, that's a good idea. Just to set up. It, it, at the very least, Comic Con. So, like, they're so close together. No, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if we see a teaser by the end of the season. I mean, look how fast they get the teasers out for the show now. For oh man, the regular yeah. show. We had a teaser two months after, and it was like we were still like we were still cool with waiting, and it's like ah, you yeah. know, I'm not quite you know too excited, and it's like oh, they're still in the train car. It's like well, great, October can't come fast enough. <laughs> Well, you know what? We'll we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on you, Cobalt and Tamiskaming. Um, I hope I said it right. Butchering. Uh, for, for, oh, oh, nice. I don't know. But for now, we got to get into my new favorite thing: the epic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Ryan, Ryan goes to the movies. Yeah, he did it again. I did it. Last I week, went last week. You watched. Uh, what was it? What'd you say? Luke? 1989. Is that what you said? Yes. Night of the I Creeps. 85, 80 something. Night of the Creeps. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I really liked it. Did it you was... think you were watching the wrong movie at first when there was aliens running around? <laughs> yes. Uh, can I just say like? Aliens freak me out, and now I know that aliens that look like giant babies freak me out even more. I mean, that could just be a, a problem with responsibility and, and the and future and all that, but it's just, I just, I don't get it. Why are the aliens look like giant babies, Bob? <laughs> well, they're aliens. I don't know either, but I can remember the first time I saw this movie. It showed up on HBO, and it said something about zombies in the description. I was like, awesome, zombies. I've never seen this before. This is going to be great. And then it's like five minutes of these aliens running around on a ship shooting at each other. And I was like, wait a minute. What's going on? And then it turns into a serial killer running around in 1950 with an axe. And I was like, where are the zombies? What's going on in this movie? I I thought it was maybe it was going to be like a Monster Mash movie where there's like aliens (laughs) and like uh, Jason. Zombie aliens. Yeah. 
Well, see, that's the thing is there's never any zombie aliens, and it's 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 a creative way to set up uh, the zombie apocalypse scenario without having like your standard uh, laboratory accident. You know? It, uh, no, there is a laboratory accident. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it an alien laboratory accident? No, it is a university accident. Remember, they they're oh, looking right. for it. They're looking for the morgue. They're going to steal a body from the morgue for Halloween, and they find this frozen dude, and they unfreeze him, and the zombie outbreak happens. Oh my I, god, I remember that. You're yeah. right. Okay, <laughs> you are right. There was a naked man who was frozen. This movie's so good. It, it, it's uh, it's classic '80s uh, romp movie where you have your two freshmen, one of which. Uh, suffers from the same thing that uh he's in those i I, don't, I can't think of it and i'm uh the guy from breaking bad the kid he has the same same disorder anyways he's in crutches and he's like he's the cool dude he's the one like encouraging his friend to do things that he wouldn't normally do and he you know he's interacting with the ladies and you know your typical college <laughs> fashion you're thinking it's going to be like a a porkies or or a, a, a revenge of the nerds situation and it, and it quickly goes to that but then it like does a 360 and like, or no, that would be bad. That would just be right back where it was. It does yeah, a 180, right. and <laughs> there's like scenes where you know the nerd is being the hero. You know he's got his flamethrower and his shotgun, and then you also got the uh, the damsel in distress who a- ends up turning into a very strong character uh, at the end, and she's the one with the flamethrower on her back and being all badass. Um, and, and then you also have the crazy cop. You do. You have this weird, really weird detective <laughs> who keeps saying "thrill me," and that's how he answers the phone. He picks up the and, and I tried this at work. Did not go over well. I'm um, sure it didn't. You know, it's just I pick up the phone. Thrill me. It's like uh, what? You know, it just sounds really weird. Maybe it was an '80s thing, but um, and then it's just it's so wacky. And uh, the way it works is these. The lab experiment, the, the thing crashes from earth, uh, to Earth. It's just like a tube of worms, and the worms enter your head uh, and, and go into your brain and incubate, and you're, you, depending whether you're dead or alive, you just walk around, you incubate these, these eggs, and then eventually your, your head explodes and more worms come out. Therefore, and they turn more people into zombies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very gross, and the way like the heads open up, it's like, I don't want them to do a remake of this movie because they'd make it way too realistic. Yes, uh, they would. Yeah, and uh, and that that again like goes to the zombie trope of aiming for the head, which I think is is a cool way of like, well, now they have a, a very good reason to aim for the head. And yeah, and I, I watched the uh, I got the I think it was the director's cut or whatever, where the alternate ending is like the aliens coming back to to look for the the tube. Or look yep. for the worms who have infested a, a cemetery at the end. And I promptly thought, like, well, there have been shittier movies that have gotten two, three sequels. I'm looking at you, House of the Dead. There is no sequel for Night of the Creeps, and I was a little upset. And uh, I got, I Googled it, and I guess they've been talking about a sequel for 30 years, and it's not happened. <laughs> yeah, never going to happen. All right, well. But it also has one of the Rusties from National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, the European one, the one where why are we watching the one, this? Still? The one nobody likes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd make so, a good recipe. All in all, though, you, we've done pretty well with movies, haven't we? Yes. I mean, you, you've seen your fair share of great movies, a couple duds here and there. Oh, uh, yeah, a couple of like big 
flops of duds. Like House of the Dead, Bob. Come on. I thought you were going to go with zombie strippers. Strippers. But. Well, okay, yeah. that one is bad too, but I would probably place House of the Dead below that one. Is House <laughs> really? of the Dead the one with Paris Hilton? No, no. that's Wax. Figure. Oh, House of Wax. Oh, yeah. House of Wax. <laughs> house of the Dead is... <laughs> Sorry, is, I don't know. There was a house. Well, People you know, died. <laughs> she's kind of like a zombie anyway, right? She is a zombie. She's a, yeah, not a fan. Um, that movie's terrible too. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paris Hilton does die in it, though, so it's got that going for it. Well, so Lou and I have decided, just so you know, okay. that uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something here. Uh-oh. We're gonna uh, for next week's movie, we're actually gonna watch something with you. Perfect. Not probably probably not with you, but <laughs> we're gonna watch something as well. Um, unless you all want to get together and watch it at once. That's well, fine. what's halfway? What's the what's the try point? Tamaskawag or whatever it's called. That right? is north of me. That is you guys be traveling even further. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it just came available to us on uh, Amazon Prime. It sure. is the 2014 movie Life After Beth. That's not Christmas. No, it's not. But. I thought we were yeah, going to do a holiday themed one. We still, we still <laughs> that's got a, a few more weeks before Christmas, man. I just, I was so, I'm so happy to inject as much holiday spirit into all. Now that Walking Dead's over, it's like, come on, we need some, we need some out cheer of, around here. Out of context, though, funniest sentence ever. Yeah, Life after Beth. That's not Christmas. I know. <laughs> it's because I'm that kid who's just. It's like December first, guys. Come on, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Oh, I said it three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come get me. The, the bees are gonna come get you. Bees? What the hell? Where'd you so, get bees from? Candyman. Oh right. <laughs> that was Bloody Mary. Anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole. So, if you guys can watch it on Amazon Prime, we're gonna watch Life After Beth. If you all want to watch it with us, we're going into Maskawag, and uh, we're gonna watch it there. You just and, keep uh, making up new words. <laughs> well, but for now, I'm, I'm really excited. I don't want to push us, you know, too far forward here, but. I really want to start talking about this because we got we got a lot to go over. So, yeah, let's go ahead and break it down into the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. I think you, I think you broke the back. Didn't have to be like this. You just had to stop. I couldn't. I don't know you, but I think I think I'm getting the idea. You just had to stop. Take me back. Take me back to the hospital. I did it. For your friend. Not after this. No. Can't go back, Bob. I was gonna iron it over. She's under it. And you've been out here too long. My gunshot was a little louder than I thought. Nah. Um, so I think that scene is probably one of the most talked about scenes so far in the midseason finale. Because um, basically all I've heard from people right now, and I know we've, we even got some Twitter feedback on it. Yeah. Um, the episode itself was it was a midseason finale. I'll say that first. But everyone is talking about the character Rick Grimes. Has he lost all sense of humanity? That's all I hear on the internet, people talking, you know, our Twitter followers are just asking us questions and I it's that's probably the biggest topic up for debate right now. 
I say no. Uh. <laughs> yes, Lou. <laughs> really? There's. I disagree with you wholeheartedly, sir. I know where you're coming from, and I know what you're going to say. You know, well, it's because we kind of hashed it. We, we, we pre-hashed <laughs> this out in the group me chat um, for good reason, because last episode, when it was just Lou and I, we spent like probably three quarters of the episode arguing whether Rick had become, is, is on the path of being a villain. And, and I mean, that's a stretch, but we got some, we got it, as Bob said, we got a tweet and, and basically I think it was, I tracked it, it was five minutes into the episode. So I gotta say, Alan, you you jumped the gun a little bit. I will, I will side with Lou on that, but he did say, what was that about Rick not losing his humanity? I mean, Lou, he ran him down with the car. Like, because hey. they needed the element of surprise. You, right. you couldn't just do like that. Have you ever seen those action films where they drive up beside them and then kick the door open? And then, like, <laughs> did, did you see the size of the uh, like alleyway that he was chasing him up? There wasn't and the room horde to... behind him. Yeah, but also uh, the horde part. I so I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good one. Here's the problem though with that too. You couldn't is... have tapped him though. Just tap it in. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. Well, here's the thing, and I am actually more on the the Lou Page side of things, but I can see the argument that comes back to me. You when always talk agree about with it. him. He's always right. <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking. Why don't you ever take my side? <laughs> so it's true. People were talking about it and how, hey, his plan all along was to go in there and kill everyone. Right? That's what Rick wanted to do. His first mode of you know what got in his head to save Beth is we're gonna. I don't have a Rick voice either. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna kill everyone. He got talked out of it. Mm-hmm. Then this guy escapes, and the first thing Rick does is freaking run him over hardcore. <laughs> like, he, yeah. like Ryan said, he didn't slow down and like kind of went boop. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> boop. he was like, well, I'm gonna speed up I, a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I feel like Rick is just at the point where he doesn't want to take any more chances with his people's lives. Like he's given people the benefit of the doubt. So many times in the past. And everybody and lets gets, him down. Exactly. And to the point yeah. that he's lost a lot of people. So if you're at that point where you're just like, well, you know, I could take the extra five minutes and try to keep this guy alive and, and healthy and all the rest of it. Or I can just kill him because then, you know, we we can still go ahead with our plan. And if those are the choices facing the Rick who's been through, what, how many years of zombie apocalypse now? We're probably at, what, two-ish years into the apocalypse so i mean like two years of that crap you're Mm -hmm. gonna stop giving people the benefit of the doubt well the other thing too is is later on the episode there's a dialogue uh portion where rick makes reference to them just hitting carol with the car car and that that's Mm -hmm. what daryl told him happened and he doesn't know who was behind the wheel of that car or why they hit her but they hit her for no reason they didn't have to hit her they hit her to bring her back to the facility. That's true. Right. And this guy is running away. Uh, he just gave them a whole plan that would have been an easy swap. They'd have gotten their people and they would have gone back. Everything would have gone without a hitch. And then he clubs somebody over the head by on purpose and runs away. It doesn't make sense. Why take the risk? Maybe the guy's lying. Maybe we don't know what's going on. You're Get him out right. of the way. You're right. Hmm. But this guy was handcuffed, too. He wasn't running very fast. I'm sorry, but Rick's in a car. And as slow <laughs> as, the, as little as an alleyway could be, you got a guy in handcuffs who's running with his arms behind him. 
Like, you, you can't run that fast. You can't even be... I mean, I can barely run without handcuffs, guys. <laughs> I can't but imagine. He, he told... Rick told him to stop, what, yep. four times? Yeah, he Five did. times? And, and he didn't yell it at him. He just told him, stop. <laughs> you should probably stop now. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> the real crazies don't yell. They just... Would you stop? Say would it. you... Let's think about this for a second. Okay. If someone was chasing you with a cop car going, hey, stop... <laughs> Would you actually stop? Yes. Like, I, don't think, I don't think you would. I think you'd be like, I don't no. know. I think at that point I'd be like, okay, you got me. Fair enough. Like he's got a car and he's probably not afraid to use it. And I mean, once you hear like the engine start gunning, he still runs in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? There was no zigzagging whatsoever. Well, no, there was, was a, there was a, there was a, but he can still right hear. There was a dumpster right next to him before he got hit. I was like, why don't you go duck behind the dumpster? duck behind the dumpster nope you're oh, gonna just get hit dead. by the car oh he got he got rocked he hurt the engine and went oh shit <laughs> that's all he said like literally said that in the episode but so i see what people are saying when you see everything that rick has done lately like he has no every time there's a plan like when they're like and it all started with the whole the um locked in a trailer thing right where he's like yeah they're they're messing with the wrong people um he will kill anyone standing in front of him. And don't get me wrong, he went through a lot of stuff the past you know, few seasons. And I, like I said, I am on your side here, Lou. But you could see how some people would start to really look at Rick as a cold-blooded killer where every time they want to go do something, he's like, no, nah, we got to kill him. And then like when they want to escape Terminus, he's like, no, we got to kill him. <laughs> like well, every time they want to get up somewhere. Yeah. The, the difference between Terminus and, and the hospital here is that the hospital – we know there are a few bad apples, but on at Terminus, like they're all their only reason they're surviving is because they are feasting on human flesh. They are all evil, and by that end, we didn't know that at first, though. Well, we could have we could have guessed, and they knew something was up. They're locking them in train containers and feeding them like fattening food, you know, and then and then literally the next episode, they're in front of a trough and they see a couple people get bled, but. You know, there's there's a reason that I, we were fine with him being so. Uh, oh, I'm still fine with it. <laughs> well, I'm. I, I I just I think that he 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 chooses to put away his emotions for every situation. You know, when he's when he's dealing with terminus, he puts those emotions away, and that serves him well and gets his group out unscathed. But when it comes to this hospital deal, and again, we're just talking about the first five minutes. And this, this, uh, what what I'm saying now is can be completely thrown out the window at the end of this episode when he does choose to use his emotions for the for the good of of the group. Uh, at the beginning here, he's he's alone. He's no one judging him. It's like me and cookies. Like if Ashley's not home, I can go eat the cookies because there's no judgment there. But if Ashley's home and watching me, I'm not going to eat those cookies. So you can as see long here, as you don't speed up and hit her with your car. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's an analogy, Bob. It's not a direct comparison. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But, but that's no, not a... I, no, no, no. Let's talk, though, for a second, because I want Did you... Jocelyn, did you enjoy this episode as a whole? No. Okay. Thanks for the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Um, I agree not with her. Not even a little. I, you know what? And, Lou, I'm going to take it the same way with you, right? Not a great episode? Not a great episode. Um, uh... There were some surprises I didn't see coming, but uh. 
uh, but we'll we'll get to that. But there was also some stuff that happened that I was like, "Yep, that went nowhere." Well, okay, oh, so there talk- was so much nowhere. Yeah. What about Father Gabriel? I mean, this is what pisses me off. He's like, "I'm going to escape." Oh shit, zombies! I'm going to go back to the church. Uh- <laughs> oh right, still the apocalypse, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, also uh, the whole reason that he left was to go to the school to find out because, like, he was so rocked by what they did in the church, right? So mm-hmm. he wanted some sort of like closure around that. I think was I reading that totally wrong? No, you're you. I think you got no. it because hundred um, percent right. He was not. He was not directly involved with with the the hunters uh, from Terminus. Like, he never saw any sort of evidence. He j- right. all he saw was Bob come back with a missing leg, and I mean right. that. That could Probably be anything. should have been a clue. But yeah, that could have been anything. It's the apocalypse. People lose <laughs> legs all the time. Well, I mean, I'm thinking Herschel, right? Like, Herschel oh, right. only had one leg, and they did that to save his life. So, right. That's good. Could point. be anything. That's a good point. <laughs> but Bob, but Bob told did tell his leg. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. I think he told but them they. Oh, no, no, he did. Yeah, no, he definitely told them. But I just mean, like, if I am someone who is new to the group, I don't know these people, I don't know the people outside either, you know, like, I can see maybe wanting some sort of proof or, you know, like, I mean, there there are a lot of reasons you could be missing a leg suddenly. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, we we come to this show knowing Rick and his group for the last five seasons and, and comics and and all the expanded universe of Walking Dead. And, and when you see a new character introduced, they're going on nothing. Same with the yeah. cop at the start. Like, they're going on nothing. Like, his actions could have been justified having, you know, not knowing what horrors he's seen and, and trusting no one. You can't trust anyone in the apocalypse. You don't know whether he's going to be an upstanding citizen like Rick is part of the time or, or going to be, like, one of the hunters. Like, it's... It's a toss-up these days, this far into the apocalypse. You have to remember, when they did meet Gabriel, he was standing on top of a rock, begging somebody to help him because he couldn't kill the zombies. Mm -hmm. Right. So, there's a story there. Why won't he kill them? It doesn't matter if you're a man of God or not. A zombie comes for you, you've got to defend yourself. Well, he's scared shitless, man. I don't think it has anything to do with his, his, his belief system. I think he's just scared. Uh, I'm sure his belief well, system has something to do with it, but yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to make a statement. I'm just saying, like he was no, scared. Trying, I was going to say something comic book related, but I won't, just oh. in case. But um, yeah, I know you keep teasing the Gabriel stuff. <laughs> just hold on to your butts, all right? We'll get there. Uh, but so Gabriel escapes, finds the church, finds Bob's leg. At first, I thought he was going to eat it. I was like, oh, "What? Eat it? <laughs> There's millions. <laughs> Why would you think that? Well, it's the apocalypse." <laughs> Maybe that's why he went out. He was like, I got to try this for myself. <laughs> oh. Oh. Garrett said there were leftovers, and I'm going to go check. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, so he comes back to the church. They let him in. They escape the church. And luckily, just in time, Abraham shows up in his, what is it, a fire truck, right? Mm-hmm. Which, why did um, he take the steps out? He didn't even see the zombies. <laughs> I know. It's like a nice well, parking job, must, buddy. It's like, he's just like, oh, shit. Sorry, guys. But, uh, no, he must have saw the zombies. Yeah, but, I was going to uh, say, I thought he did, because they were all breaking through the door and stuff. Yeah, you're probably right. But I choose to believe that he just didn't know how to park <laughs> He's just thing. angry, right? <laughs> He's like, so, here's I how I couldn't that kill reunion. Eugene, so I'll kill some zombies. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Take care of your damn organ the, pipes, too. Here's the, here's the reunion. Hey, hey, you're back. Yeah, Eugene lied. Yeah. Hey, Beth's alive. Cool. Let's go get her. Yeah. That's it? <laughs> like, yeah. That's, 
okay, sure. Uh, it felt like there was Eugene a lot lied. of there was a lot of writing in this episode that was one of two things. It was just it was just poor writing in the sense that you don't think the character would ever do something like that, and and it was just writing to be like, okay, we need to get Gabriel like on the side of the survivors. Oh, we'll have him go away, see Bob's leg, have him come back. Boom. 15 minutes later, we're good to go. Oh, we need to reunite the people who are going to Washington and break the news that uh, Eugene was lying. Okay, let's do it in two minutes. It'll be perfect. Great. You know, it's just, it seems like they kind of petered in the last couple episodes and then shows with the mid-season, like, we need to get to a point where we can kill some characters off because it's the Mm mid-season finale. Yeah. It's just weird how they schedule these shows and, you know, they... If, if anything, they, like I think they could have spaced this one out into a ninth episode, and we would have yeah. and we would have been happy um, with the with the pacing, not necessarily with the the, the decisions. So let's let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about that. So sure, the, the group gets back together. Uh, Rick's group is still out there. They um they managed to get the other two cops. They're making their way to the exchange. Um, you know the other group's on its way to the hospital, and uh, they're all going to meet up. And we're going to get this show on the road, right? Wrong. So they get there in this really – they did – I will say this. They did a great job making this a very intense moment in the show. You guys agree? Like this was oh, like, yeah. really intense. I was uh, waiting for the – I was waiting for the prisoner swap to go bad. I was yeah. just waiting for it. And we we missed a whole chunk because I was going to say, I'm like, there's more stuff that happened in this episode. There was that whole Beth um, chick face. Oh. You're, scene you're right. with the elevator shaft. Oh right! Oh, wow, I that... forgot all about that. No, yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, we can't, we can't be, we can't be at the prisoner exchange already. No, no, no. <laughs> just trying to get to the point. best part. The welcome to <laughs> Zombies Ate My Podcast. <laughs> but that's how I felt that this whole episode kind of went. Is like it felt like there were just big chunks of story missing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. or and then the stuff that they did show felt so kind of. I don't, jagged like just kind of shoved together like you guys totally forgot that that big huge elevator shaft scene happened because it was so inconsequential <laughs> yeah well, well here's the th- well it wasn't though because this is what bothered me like don gets into a fight with another cop and uh beth and her work together to kill this cop right right he's, he's gonna ruin everything apparently mm-hmm. um the other thing too is is the guy basically outright tells her that he is going to stab her in the back as soon as he can, as soon yeah. as he can. And she has a gun pulled on him, and I was like, "Why doesn't she just shoot him?" Too yeah. much noise. Well, it yeah, like, noise probably. Well, not not just that. All she'd have to say is, "He attacked me." You know what I mean? Beth would have backed her up at that point. Well, the, mm-hmm. and that either way though, like, and I guess there wouldn't be a great struggle at that point, which. uh this shows. This is what really weirds me out because it shows the two of them working together, and you know helping each other out in this case, right? And yeah. you you kind of get the feeling that Dawn is not sure if she's been doing things right. The way after like talking to Beth for so long, you guys get that impression from her too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then <clears throat> this whole thing happens. <laughs> Which I got to be honest, the I didn't see coming, <laughs> um, mostly because it seemed pretty stupid. <laughs> but uh, am I the so, only one that really had a hard time keeping the cops straight? Yeah, no, I didn't know who oh, any yeah. of them were. 
And it just it seemed like that that's one of my big issues and I mean I'm sure we'll we'll get to it a little bit later on with the prisoner exchange. But like so there was like the one bad cop a few episodes ago that got eaten in the office and then there was, you know, this other random Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) That's out of context, Lou. She doesn't know what you're talking about. We call them Officer McRapey. It's, we have okay. weird, we have but really yes, cool yeah. Facebook fans that that name characters for me because I can't remember their names. Lou's and, just going around throwing McRapey out there. I hope you don't use that at a water cooler. So did you watch the new Walking Dead? Yeah, McRapey bit the dust, eh? Did you see that? Whoa! Oh, so, yeah, I agree with you. It's hard to him. keep track of it. And, you know, we knew that he was bad. And then there was, like, a couple of other guys, I think, at different points in the show that were, you know, bad cops. And we're not really sure what happened to them. And then this guy in the hallway that just comes out of nowhere. Like, I don't remember. And I'm terrible with names, but I'm really good with faces. And I don't remember seeing him before this episode. Well, that's just it. Like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, a new cop. Like, officer, push push the old guy down. Yeah. Um, like you don't you don't remember him before you're like nope. oh, another cop how many cops do they have that's well, what I thought when I was watching I'm like how many cops are there they introduce a new cop every episode or a couple new cops and it, and I feel like the message they're trying to put forth is like all all season they're they're trying to say like Dawn is just barely holding together Dawn's the only one here that's not evil like she's she's allowing this stuff to slip through because it keeps them happy and and causes you know, keeps it from being a power struggle. But by the end of this episode, we realize that, like, they're just not showing us the good people. They're just showing us the bad people. Right. Well, there's, when the exchange happens <laughs> later on, there's, what, like, eight of them? Yeah. Counting the prisoners being exchanged? And they're all, they all seem to be good cops. It, you know, it, they all seem to be normal, level-headed people at that exchange except for Don and I think that's why they could have spent and I hate to say this because I'm I'm glad they're done with the hospital and they're moving on but they almost could have done one whole episode focusing on the on the different types of cops that were were at this hospital because like Jocelyn said like it's really hard to place it's just like here's evil cop of the week number 2 you know like <laughs> I, who are these good cops and where were they for the last five episodes? Like it was just all people pushing old people down, you know? I don't – maybe there wasn't any good cops. Did you – Well, I mean, that was the vibe I was getting is that they were all bad and that none of them were good. They just – their idea of what was good may not be really what we view as good. Well, I'm pretty sure punching old people and <laughs> uh, raping women is – is it's not good no matter no matter where you are in the apocalypse. Yeah, very good, Ryan. Um, so <laughs> no, but the other cops, we catch them all doing stuff that they shouldn't. Yeah, they, they, if you none of nothing they did was nice. Mm-hmm. Taking people in and then forcing them to stay till they pay off their bill is not a nice thing to do. Yeah, I guess so, you're right. Let's talk about the exchange. So it mm-hmm. was the two cops for Beth and Carol. Fair yes. exchange. <clears throat> Everything goes well, and then Don's like. I want um, oh, what's his name? Noah. Everybody uh, hates Chris. Nolan. No, it's Noah. 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 It's Noah's with an N. And she goes, "We need Noah back." And let's. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but kind of, kind of understand where Don's coming from, right? Like this guy escaped, and he technically, 
you know, should be here. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't, I'm not condoning it because I don't agree with it, but right. I mean, it's kind well, of, but I mean, from, from, yeah, what they've shown of the way that they run things, I did not think it was unexpected at all. I was fully right. expecting her to do that because I mean, exactly. He's a fugitive. He ran away. He still has a debt. Like, of course she's going to ask for him. Why didn't he wait in the car? Is what I'm wondering. Well, I kind of wondered why he came in, too. Like, why didn't he guard the door or something? But that's another thing that we really missed, is we missed Carol waking up. You know, all of a sudden, she's just kind of stirring in her bed, which could be anything. And then now she's fully awake and conscious and fine, even though she was (laughs) dying last episode. Well, it's convenient, right? It's just like, oh, the rescue party's here. We need to be able to have an excuse for Carol to get in a wheelchair. Did you forget that last week Dawn helped Beth save her? <laughs> like they work together again. Oh right, the mystery yeah. serum that cures well, yeah, car crashes. <laughs> so here's, so here's, all here's, here's, what, here's what bothers me is they want Noah. Rick's like no, and she's like yeah no, and then Beth <laughs> like oh, this is the worst part. This is and so terrible. It is, and I did not, and I this is the part I did not see coming until she started talking. And I went wait, what are you doing? Wait. Why are you? What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, it was the weirdest moment because it just happened really quick after it happened. Do you guys know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it was like oh, stab bang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and at is, first I wasn't sure who shot. I was like, wait, did she take her gun and shoot her? Oh wait, nope. There's a big hole in her head. Yeah, the big hole. <laughs> I mean, like that scared the crap out of me because I was like, holy shit, did that just happen? <laughs> like. Beth dead, you know? Um, but it was just such a wasted... It, again, it's like the rest of this episode. It just seems like we need a way to kill Beth. And I think that Beth has really proven herself to be a smart person in in this season. That's why I was so disappointed, is I really liked where they were taking Beth, how she was, you know, she really grew as a character. She learned a lot of things. She was a, a strong female character, and I feel like... Um, Carol's getting a little bit played out now. Like, they've kind of done everything that they can do with her being a super strong female character. I mean, she could always kind of... Because I feel like they did the same thing with Michonne. She kind of, you know, had this really prominent role last season. And then just kind of this season has fallen into the background. And I didn't want... Like, I didn't want them to do that with Beth. But at the same time, like, I just... I wanted more out out of this strong female character they were building. And then she makes this stupidest decision of anyone of life like what are you even trying to accomplish here like it didn't do anything well, and then now she's dead i mean the argument can what? be made that she might <laughs> spoilers so, come on what what'd you say bob nothing I, well the, and i don't want to cut you off ryan but like jocelyn said like put it like if you're beth you got to be thinking all right all these people just risked their lives to save me um, and Carol, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to put everyone in danger right now. Exactly. And stab someone with scissors who has a gun. Uh, <laughs> like, who also has body armor. Body armor, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. So, and, like, the, I think the, one of the most depressing parts about that whole scene is the stab happens, then the, you see the, the hole in the top of the head, and then you see Don's face, and, like, you see her mouth the words, I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. made it a really tragic set of events. And um, who was it? Was it Daryl or Rick? It was Daryl. Oh my Darryl. god! And I've got to say, his performance oh my god. when Beth died was just phenomenal. Like, yeah, 
so so powerful so good it was like the shining 10 seconds of this episode and you felt it hit you in the feels there like when you see that like he and like from being a fan favorite for being such a badass he is we sometimes overlook the fact that he's an amazing actor (laughs) like yes he did that like i felt like pain when i saw his face when he went to go shoot don i was like exactly i felt like nothing when beth died i was just kind of like yeah okay and then i saw daryl and i was like shit and then (laughs) it was the same thing when i saw maggie i was kind of like yeah okay you know what Daryl carrying her out (laughs) yeah but daryl was just so powerful yeah you'd think they were like long lost brother and sister but i I just felt like it was it was a way like maybe to rationalize her thoughts it's like she's she's been there she's been there a long time right we get that sense like how yeah. long do we think she's been there? A few months, I think. Yeah, yeah. I so no, I mean, she's because she still got that cast on her wrist. So that's a good point. That's what four to six weeks to heal a break. Yeah, yeah. So she's been experiencing this place from the inside for a long enough time for it to get to her, I guess. And she starts to see that oh, the reason it's like this is because Don, Don, you know, Don needs to be taken out. I, I don't. I don't. Maybe she. She had no intention on walking out of there alive and, and thought, well, if Obviously I stab, <laughs> cause my death, and ca- will, then it will cause, you know, Dawn to die. And she, just, she sorry, just, she relies on, let me finish this, she relies on the other cops, you know, wanting Dawn gone. So the second the boom boom happens, you know, Shepard is like, okay, it was all about Dawn, it's, it's over uh, walk away. No one else has to die, and everybody in that hallway is like, "Yeah, okay, that's an unfair trade, but I don't want anybody else to die here today." And obviously, like Beth had some shit to work out with Don, and uh, that happened. But I still don't. I still after it happened, I'm like, that is just, it's just such a waste, you know? Like both yeah. of character and of of uh of beth as a person right and i don't know it pays off stupid way to go (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and it didn't accomplish anything like we talked earlier about how you know we had there were so many cops who couldn't keep them straight we had no idea if there were even good cops in there so it's not even like we know now that dawn is gone that this is going to turn the hospital around at all. Like it basically it feels won't. like they're left, they're leaving it the same way that they found it. Mm-hmm. So right. it almost feels like the last, you know, eight episodes have just kind of been almost for nothing. Like nothing got changed or resolved in any way. Yeah. And that just Thank- kind of left the whole episode feeling kind of empty. Thank you. As all I kept thinking was, is they've been building her up and building her up. But if they had just put a scene where, they showed Beth outside getting like supplies from a dumpster or something, and then Daryl sees her behind a fence and guards. Everything that had happened between now and then with Noah and all of them didn't need to happen. It could have just been Daryl goes back and goes, we found Beth. Let's go get her. Bam. Yeah. And the whole situation would have been involved. We have the same situation happen, and we could have just killed Beth instead. And None of the stuff that happened before meant anything. Well, mm-hmm. so the, the argument can be made that I know we're not going to have any eyes on the hospital after this because all the people that are now series regulars have left. Like the doctors there who who probably has any sort of lasting 
impact on that place. The rest are all like B-list uh, uh, characters. But the argument can be made that now that Dawn is gone, there's opportunity for there's a there's a power void, right? Nobody is in charge now. So, but that two one of two things happens: like somebody bad rises up to fill that power void, and it becomes a worse situation, or somebody good rises up and takes over, cleans it up, and that hospital now has a chance to be better. Um, similar to what Dawn said when she took out the previous guy, like. You know, there was a power void. She took over. There was a chance to do better. It didn't work out that way. And it won't because evidently, you know, the Walking Dead universe just has zero good luck. It's all bad luck. <laughs> but that that argument can be made. It, it, does it mean that I agree with what the writers did to Beth? No, not at all. I think it was, it was just a waste. And it's like, ah, there's better ways to go than, than her being an idiot. You know? Yeah. Like, what did she hope? Like, at worst, she could have killed everybody. Like, everybody could have died there. Like, was uh, that, yeah, did exactly. that go through and her head at all? Like, I would have rather that she, that they'd killed her off when uh, she was helping Noah escape. Because basically, that's all they did was they traded the Beth character for the Noah character. They're around the same age. Like, True. I mean, one's a chick, one's a dude, but whatever. It doesn't really matter all that much. They had the, you know, Noah's a little bit less experienced from the look of him in terms of, like, combat skill and stuff because Beth had learned so much. But basically, they're the same sort of need-to-be-looked-after, can't-be-left-alone type characters. So it's just like, why? <laughs> why? Now, was her contract well, up? Like That's what I thought. That was my ex- – I said that out loud. Me and Ashley were watching it. It's like, what – is her contract – she's looking at me like, it's a show. Calm down. <laughs> Contracts? Also, what are you talking she about? She also has done some musical stuff too, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if she's starting her music career and they just decided to write her out. Well, so, I, I think the the best storyline was coming to an end. Like they had exhausted that. S- similar to with Andrea, like Andrea went out in a stupid way too, and it was kind of like, well, we can't do anything more with this character. Let's throw her to the wolves. And they have Noah now, and Noah's looking for his family. Perfect. Second yeah. half of the season. Let's do this. Drive thing. some plot, yeah. yeah. Especially now that they have nowhere to go and no kind of, well, yeah, nowhere to go. Like they have no driving force. They know Eugene lied. Then they have nowhere to, no destination. Yeah. You know, well, before the, there was Terminus and exactly. That's what I'm saying. That. The other interesting thing we, I guess, we'll have to wait to see what happens is Rick looks at all of them and says, "Anybody that wants to come with us can come with us." Well, and, yeah, and that's kind of uh, goes back to the the whole Rick conversation is that you know at the end of the episode like he he is the one that says like okay back away put your guns down like you know like it's it's him on their side and it's the the other woman cop on the other side basically calming the two groups down. If Rick just lost all his humanity and wanted to kill everyone, he would have just said pow pow pow. Yeah, <laughs> right. but, but he's in front of his peers. Uh, that's what so I'm saying. Here's, here's I mean, we could debate on this forever, guys. Here's the question I want to ask you. Um, the thing that's been kind of kicking in my mind is <clears throat> Rick's plan was to go in there and kill everyone and save Carol and Beth. Mm-hmm. Tyrese decided to try and bargain with everyone, and Daryl backed him up on that. Is there going to be any fallback from that standpoint where Rick could say, if we had went with my idea, they'd both be alive no. next season? No, this show no. really so. doesn't like pitting good characters against good characters when it comes to like decisions gone bad like there's been a couple instances where it's like if we had gone with the original plan no one would have got hurt it's like we rarely see that when rick beat the crap out of tyrese is that what you're talking about 
Um, well, they solved that pretty quickly, did they not? Like, <laughs> no, they did. They did. But I'm just wondering if there's any sort of like everyone's talking about Rick's humanity, and obviously Maggie, you know, loses it at the end and sees her mm-hmm. sister being carried out by Daryl, and Rick, you know, he did look a little worse for wear after that whole thing happened. Everyone was broken up. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I'm just wondering, <clears throat> mid-season finale, how do we kick it off? I mean, Abraham's lost it because Eugene lost it, you know? I mean, Eugene, no. Like you said, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> they, they, where do they, what do they do now? I don't know. I, I think that, uh, I think we get a little bit of, like, storytelling when it comes to them discussing Beth's dis- decision and, uh, maybe Noah shed some light on how bad Don was to the group and they kind of come to the conclusion that, oh, she did it for this reason. Oh, great. Let's move on. You know, <laughs> they're, they're usually pretty good at tying up those loose ends. Um, like with Andrea, they did that. They, they got that moment where it was like, you certainly tried blah, blah, blah. And they walked away. We, we haven't seen that with Beth yet, but I, I, <laughs> I don't know where they go. Like maybe maybe Morgan catches up with them and he's got some sort of warning. Maybe Morgan is I don't well, know. Well, more uh, the 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 after credit shots of Morgan finding the church and finding the map. It, it's the map says they're going to Washington. So I wouldn't be surprised if they continue the march north. You mean uh well, no, they could still be heading that direction just for lack of better direction. Right. Um, I don't think then, Rick ever wanted to go to Washington, and I don't think – I don't think um, – yeah. It would be interesting Rick to see what happens. Have, I think Rick would have gone to Washington if they had – was it Daryl and Carol? Daryl and Carol. Point? Yeah. That was the whole that reason That they were why, missing? Yeah. That's yeah, why they he, didn't go. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, Rick says, as soon as they come back or we get them, we'll be on our way. We'll be right behind you. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, yeah, why they left the map in the first place. So, Right. Yeah. So I, I think know. that's where we're headed. I think we're marching north. Well, Going to go to Washington anyway, right? Yep. Hmm. Well, I mean, uh, what I want to do right now is talk about this, uh, this email because it kind of has to do with The Walking Dead. Um, uh, we got a little listener feedback here from Jack. And uh, Jack writes, hey, guys. Obviously, I didn't know Jocelyn was going to be on the show. Um, I'm the- one of the guys. Come on. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, the weather here in Buffalo is cold and getting snowy again. I hear you there, Jack. Uh, it's about 27 degrees now. <laughs> That's like three degrees Celsius, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> now that I got the weather talk out of the way, I wanted to uh, ask the Zamp crew a question. I love the Walking Dead talk. The different perspectives from the comic readers to Lou always being right is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You guys all seem to be big-time zombie fans. So in your expert opinions, if you had to pick any character from the Walking Dead to survive with, who would you pick and why? Hmm. So is this like you you can only pick one character? Sure. Yeah. Jocelyn. I totally know. (laughs) Who are you going to take with you? I would take Daryl in a heartbeat. Dude knows what he's doing. He has a crossbow, which means he's silent. None of this gunshot bullshit. <laughs> he's a survivor. He, that's who I'm picking, hands down. I think he'd be a popular pick among everyone. Yeah. Uh, Lou, what about you? You've one one Walking Dead cast member to go with you on the zombie apocalypse. And it can't be Daryl. He's already well, taken. Should, all right. Uh, well, since Jocelyn took mine. Um, <laughs> I think she took I all I'll of ours. With, I, I, I'll go with Rick. Yeah, I think it's a solid choice. 
Rick's a solid choice. He'll get you where you need to get just to. Just don't He's get behind reasonable. the wheel with him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just or just don't get in front of him. <laughs> yeah, don't get in front of the moving vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably pick Tyrese. You guys are picking... Because I, I feel like we could chill. <laughs> I feel like he's yeah. sometimes he's pretty laid back, and he's got that hammer and that anger thing that could go... I guess it could go either way, but um, he, I don't are you, know. Are you sure he might not kill anybody? He might leave you to do all the know. killing because like, he's too that's afraid. That's thinking, like, if it was, like, two seasons <laughs> ago, I would have picked Tyrese in a heartbeat, but... Yep, me too. Now, now I'm like, uh, maybe Sasha. But she seems kind of stupid, trusting that guy. Like, Ryan, oh. there's still one really good choice. I know. I was I was thinking, like, what joke one can I pick since you guys picked all the key ones? But there is one. There's a couple that you're missing out. But I, I think uh, Michonne would, would be yes. a really good one. That's a Cause, good one. Because she's, she's got, now that she's sort of becoming more of a person, she's gaining some humanity back. She's, you know, she's funny. She's cracking wise. She's great with a samurai sword. She's, she's a also great package. with a kid. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, I meant that as in she takes care of the kid. Uh, right, right. Does it very well. Except she let him eat the, all that pudding, which... Probably... You know what's funny? If you were watching that scene in the church, actually at one point, I don't know if it was the dad in me, but uh, I was like, she's got the baby on the back. I hope she runs backwards so the baby's not facing all the zombies. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they swing the backpack around? Oh, well, then it might that might not let you swing a sword very well, but... <laughs> But it did, it did give me concern. I'm like, hey, what, Michonne, what are you doing? <laughs> Someone but, keeps uh, pulling on my back. Oh, wait. You need some kind of armor. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Baby <laughs> armor. <laughs> it's like it's like James Bond oil slick, right? Just push the button, drop the oil slick. The, the cars behind him go haywire, and she escapes. Exactly. Yeah. That's not terrible <laughs> at all. Just pull oh, the drawstring. It works great every time. Okay. One time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so just to recap, that episode sucked. Um, Beth didn't need to die, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a music career going, and that's why she was killed. And um, <laughs> we have no idea what's going on next season. I mean, I kind of have an idea, but I won't say it. But um, you guys think the the road to Washington's ahead, right? I don't think that. I think that's a stretch. I, I really don't know. I mean, I feel like possibly the dude looking for his family might be just the only goal which also kind of seems a little bit silly because he's the newest member of the group like is the whole group just gonna follow this new guy and help him find his family i think he i don't know i, no. I would just assume he gives up on finding his family at some point just not gives up but kind of like i'm just gonna go with you guys there's a lot of reasons he could use to convince them being like, well, my family is in a city that has fortified walls and supplies and yada, yada, yada or something. Uh, like, there's there's a lot of, you know, tales they could spin to, to make it worthwhile. Um, I, I, I mean, we got to credit the, the Walking Dead writers. Like, sometimes they do a, a very amazing job. And I don't think because we've seen this kind of weirdly botched episode – which for a mid-season finale is kind of like out there. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, especially after last year's, because I fell right off when they had all of those um, governor episodes. Like, I literally stopped watching right before the mid-season finale. So that's mm-hmm. where I picked up is I watched the Herschel episode was the first me getting back into The Walking Dead. And I watched the episode and I was just like, oh, my actual God, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> what is happening in this show right now? And I didn't get that feeling from this episode whatsoever. I was just like, well, this this could have been any episode at any point in the season. There was no real big cliffhanger. There was, like, 
I found Beth's death really predictable. Like, you knew somebody was going to die because it was the finale. So it was just like, well, it's probably Beth. Like, yeah. I I will say that, too. I felt like they were building up towards a Carol demise, which is what really kind of shocked a lot of people, I think. I think a lot of people thought, well, Carol's probably going to bite it this, this season. Yeah, and it could have been. I was talking to somebody about it, and yeah, he said the same thing as, "Oh, I think it's going to be Carol." And it, he he said Carol or Noah, and I said, "Yeah, I could kind of see it going either way." And I thought maybe it might be Noah in that last scene. I thought maybe she was going to slip him the scissors or something, and he was going to try to kill Don. But yeah, yeah. Now Noah's a series regular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It definitely was not as shocking as, as say Herschel. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. See, yeah, there's a couple of deaths that are way worse than that, others in the show. That and when they do the mid-season, they almost always kind of leave us in a direction in which they think, in which the show is going to go, so mm-hmm. that we know where they're going. And this time, it just felt like, oh, nope. Did they do that with the prison last mid-season? Yes, the prison. Yeah, was, they, the, the prison blew up, and they all went in different directions. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, well, yeah, I guess that's a good they point. Found, didn't they at least one of them find the Terminus sign in yes. the finale? Yeah. Yes. See, I wonder why, like, I guess the only reason they probably didn't leave us a breadcrumb trail for February is because what Bob keeps hinting at. Like, there's some comic book storyline that they're going for, like the prison. You know, when they, I always go back to this example because it's so egregious, like where the the camera pans out and there's, oh, the prison's behind us. And everybody who's watching is like, cool, they could fortify that. But everyone who's read the comics is like, oh my God, they're doing the prison. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're going in a direction that is, that is a a popular comic book uh, uh, storyline. And that's why they didn't leave a breadcrumb because it would be too obvious for people. Unless the breadcrumb is, uh, is what's his face? Morgan. The credit guy. Morgan, yeah, him. I think um, That's cryptic, I think. I I don't yeah. know what's going well, on. Well, yeah. then again, I haven't read the comics and Morgan is a character. Yeah, I'm not this far in the comics either, so. Morgan is a character in the comics. Well, let me spoil it for all you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can do it off my, air once we all agree or something. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's um I think what you're going to get out of this season is a lot of walking. Oh, walking fantastic. Uh, I love Christopher no. Walken. I think <laughs> I was going to do it walking. He's zombies. I can't do it. <laughs> That's We're terrible. so bad with impressions, guys. We just got to stop. I think you're going to get a uh, um, a let's build up to the next season. Season on what, is what's coming up, and I I don't want to say that because I don't want it to be, but that's just kind of how I feel right now. You're going to get a lot more. Remember um, last season? There was that whole storyline driven season, and it was very slow, but we learned a lot about the characters. Yep. I feel like that's going to happen again. I don't remember that. <laughs> Jesus. That's why Daryl got so upset with uh, Beth being dead because they bonded so well together. Oh, Moonshine, right. Yeah. Yep. He, pissed, he pissed in front of her or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's um, – I, I think we should probably get ready to get out of here because uh, by the time we're done with the show, the new season might be out. <laughs> it's true. This is a longer episode. So, Ryan, why don't you get us into uh, to the wrap-up here? Unless you got anything else you want to throw in there. Uh, anything else? Well, I, I did want to take this opportunity. Um, Jack, the, the guy who emailed us, did say he's a new listener. And he's been going back through older episodes. And if he's working his way backwards, we should put out new content enough that he doesn't get back to episode one. Yeah, let's just hope we just got to do this every week. So, yeah, we'll just have to keep it weekly. But he says he loves the show. And he was curious about any other podcasts that we do. Uh, and I figured we're all podcasters. We might be a, a good opportunity to go around the table. And why don't we start with our lovely guest, 
Jocelyn Moffat. Uh, Jocelyn, talk about what you do on the internet for for our fine listener, Jack. Well, well, most <laughs> well, I can't talk about everything because you know you must have some sort of rating on this show, right? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no. If it's got a subscription, we we can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it is, it is behind a paywall. I'll yeah. say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's I'm not sorry. actually, guys. I'm totally this is kidding. weird. What are we doing? <laughs> talk about your podcast. What are you? What's what's happening? So, Jocelyn, what other podcasts do you do? Where are you on Twitter? Um, I do um, the Angry Chicken, which is every Monday night. It's a Hearthstone podcast. I do that with uh, Garrett Weinzerl and Willie Dills Gregory of Instance fame. Um, and uh, we basically just, I mean, right now we're talking goblins versus gnomes like crazy. There was like imagine. 75 cards released today or some ridiculousness. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much going to consume our lives for the next few weeks, I think. Um, and then other than that, I do uh, Gamers In with Ryan, and that's every Friday night, and both of those are on A-Move TV. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And Ryan, you, you do this this Gamers In that she speaks of? That's true. Uh, Jack, if you're interested in video games, and occasionally I try to inject some zombiness in there, uh, uh, I make sure it passes a, a, a certain barometer of goodness, because... Uh, uh, we don't play a lot of shitty games on the Gamers Inn. Uh, we try not to, anyways. But Ryan uh, plays a lot of shitty games. Mm, I try. <laughs> well, no, I, I really don't, to be honest. Uh, I just enjoy weird games. Uh, but yeah, that's GamersInPodcast.com. We talk about the Vigi games. And uh, also I do Sleeping with the Elephant with Paul Swickard, which is uh, is, is a show of American and, and Canadian comparisons of news stories you'd probably like it considering you made that weather degrees celsius fahrenheit joke so that was very nice of him yeah i mean i don't want to convert it and I, he's writing the email he should do the work <laughs> you should it should be his job yeah is that what you're saying well no but sure and uh lou lou do you have any other podcasts you've been working on um i have one that maybe <laughs> i've been working on and oh yeah maybe 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 might be uh coming out Maybe in January. <laughs> we'll just we'll just say this: if you're into Lou Page, <laughs> that's weird. And, uh, and who isn't? <laughs> it, right. And uh, you're into uh, the latest and greatest in uh, any sort of news that's out there, and you want to get a little wacky and silly, then uh, you should check out. Uh, hopefully soon, Lou, Lou's new podcast. You, you, who are you doing that with, Lou? Uh, you, sir. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> So what is that, this show? All this teasing. I know, I'm a little worried. <laughs> uh, no, Lou and I have been working on a show, and uh, like Lou said, hopefully it'll be kicked off the uh, on the uh, the podcast wave soon. It's going to be called Off the Cuff. We're going to go over um, any sort of uh, news that's kind of making headlines, whether it be celebrity movie trailer news, you know, the new Jurassic World, Star Wars, uh, all the way down to um, you know local news or anything funny that we find in Florida. Science, technology—it's it, we don't know what we're going to talk about until we talk about it, and that's why it's called off the cuff. Cool. But you know, you know, lose there, and you know it's going to be good. I hope you have the domain because, so, oof, I know I should probably get that now. Huh? Get that name. <laughs> now that I said it, I'm just kidding. It's not called off the cuff. Don't get that. Now you just. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we won't do that then. Cool. Well, I hope I uh, hope Jack uh, takes those those suggestions and, and runs to his nearest podcast dispensary. Uh, which he's phone. 
anyways, why don't we get out of here? Uh, I'm going to run us through the outro. Go to the website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us like Jack did, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. Like us on Facebook. Plus one is on Google+. Plus. Subscribe on YouTube. Find some other – I don't know. Maybe we're on Flickr. No, we're not. Um, go – you can find uh, your individual hosts at – on Twitter. I'm at R. Murphy. It's falling apart. Lou at Busy Zombie Lord. Bob at Bobbert F. Jocelyn at G.I.S. Gamer. And, uh, yeah, thank you for checking out the show. Uh, our fantastic artwork is done by Joel Duggan. Check out more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. Dot com. Thank you very much, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Really appreciate it when you do that kind of stuff. Uh, Jocelyn, <laughs> thank you for joining us. It was a lot of fun having you back on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a great time. I say in two more years, we do this again. Perfect. <laughs> Did we do the math? Has it actually been two years? I'm pretty sure it's been like two years, dude. This show is... It's wow. been at least like a year and a half. Yeah, it hasn't been two years, Jocelyn. Come on. Yeah, yeah we did. We did just do like, like two years of the show. So we'll oh. just do it like they do when they talk about babies when they're not like a year and a half old. It's only been eighteen months, Jocelyn. Oh, okay. Calm, <laughs> calm down. That's not nearly as long as a year and a half. All yeah, right. maybe it was a finale instead of a mid-season finale. My bad. <laughs> well. Seriously, though, uh, go check out all those other podcasts. They're a lot of fun, especially the one titled The Hearthstone Podcast, An Angry Chicken. Um, That's my personal favorite. But uh, other than that, for myself, for Ryan, for Lou, for Jocelyn, uh, just keep running. And if there's a car, just hope there's not a sheriff in there, I guess. I don't know. Stop. Excuse me, could you please stop? Stop or I'll run you over. Can He's you Robocop? Can you please, I just, just please stop. Oh. Can you can you please stop? Shut I've up. Stopped. Okay, stop I'm telling sorry. me to stop up. I'm sorry. Shut, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> sorry, Rick. Incoming bad zombie joke. Okay. Oh. Hang up while you can. Yeah, this one's bad. <clears throat> I can't wait. Hey, uh, hey Jocelyn, you still there? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm here. I I wanna hear this. Alright. Um what what <laughs> Can't what's even. a uh, what's a zombie's favorite type of dog? A wiener dog. <laughs> what? It's, better than, it's better than my joke. <laughs> it's a uh, a bloodhound. Uh. Oh, a wiener dog. <laughs> Both it's of like those. It's a hot dog. It's yeah. food. Yeah. No, no. No. Uh, what are the what are they? Dobermans in Resident Evil or Greyhounds? No, that's a bus. Dobermans. No, Dobermans. wiener dogs. Wiener dogs. Mm, hot dogs. I haven't had a hot right. dog in a while. See, now you're getting it. I could really go for a hot dog. I right could now, kill I for a hot dog. I could run a man over for a hot dog. <laughs> that's what Rick was doing. It finally makes sense. <laughs> I want to Photoshop that where the guy's got a like a nice big chili dog in his hands running and Rick's like. <laughs> Yes, hey. do that, and I will make it the album art for this give me, episode. Give me that chili dog. Please stop. Give me that Please chili stop. dog. Give me the, it didn't have to be like this. And then he shoots him for the chili dog? <laughs> you could have gave me the dog. <laughs> we just wrote a better episode. Well, we yep. wrote a better cold intro, that's for sure. Such a strong season, and like every week you were like, oh my god. And then this, you're just like, oh my god. I really, I felt like it just started so huge, and it was just like, 
so good for the first, I want to say, like four episodes. And then I felt like it just started this slow decline into this absolute pit of a finale. I was just like, wow, where, what happened? <laughs> yeah, it just, uh, and it's it, seriously, and like when you look back at it, and I know we've been talking about it for like an hour and a half now, but it's just almost like, hey guys, so we're going to kill Beth, but I need you to fill in eight hours before that. Mm-hmm. And then they got to the scene, and they're like, hey, how are we going to kill her? Oh, shit. Um, Shoot her in the head. Just uh, have her stab someone and have it go bad. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's just, again, like the the argument of of just her becoming smarter and smarter and learning learning to survive and then just throwing it all away Mm -hmm. is totally unlike her, like especially knowing that she could see her sister again. Yeah, you know, it's just That's so a good weird. Point too. Why didn't you bring that up on the show? Yeah, Ryan. God, I'm still recording. <laughs> cut that out. Cut it. Cut it out and put it in like some weird.